Recognition is a lot like nutrition. Just as it's good to eat a well-balanced diet, it's good to have a holistic approach to recognition. If you solely eat bread and pasta without ever mixing in a protein or some vegetables, what would be the effects? I'm no nutritionist, but I do have a feeling our bodies wouldn't respond very well over time. When it comes to recognition, what if you only focus on formal service awards? Will it be enough to keep your employees feeling satisfied and appreciated? Maybe for some, but the majority are going to feel like something's missing. Holistic recognition sprinkles in recognition from peers, informal praise for accomplishments, public thank yous, private pats on the back, and daily great jobs. Sometimes it's a team lunch or a funny e-card or a one-on-one -on -one conversation. There are so many forms of recognition. You just have to find the balanced recognition diet that is right for each of your people. I'm Kaylee Savona, and we are The Recognition. Welcome to The Recognition. My name's Neely. I'm here with Kaylee. Kaylee, I have a question for you. Okay. Okay. Every time I say, <laughs> every time I, say I have a question for you, the eyes just go, oh. Um, <laughs> if you could be one person, dead or alive, for one day, who would you be? So I feel like I could give this some real thought and maybe think of some really incredible people out there. You but, could. And, and I'm not saying that Beyonce is not incredible but I'm gonna I'm saying oh, Beyonce. Beyonce because okay um I feel like she's just an angelic creature that walks this earth she's beautiful she sings she dances she probably knows like every celebrity that exists so theoretically if you are her in for that one day you can probably interact with a decent amount of celebrities maybe go to a super cool party meet everyone famous that you've ever wanted to meet Fair. That's a good. That's a good answer. I mean, I love. I love Beyonce. Yeah, me too. That's, that's what fair. What about you? Um, I do not have a good answer to this question. I probably should have had a good you answer should. to this you question. Think about it. Um, I would like to be a person of average stature, five hundred years from now. Oh. So not like, you know. Just middle of the road, yeah. average, below the, the radar kind of person. But just like, what does the future hold for us? Is, I that, hope it's, is that weird? No, I understand because I'm intrigued about the future. I wonder where we're headed. Are we still going to be on Earth? Are we going to be on Mars? You just you don't even know. Think about that. I mean, 500 years ago was the 1500s. It's a long time ago. Right? And then what happens 500 years from now? Do we look back on the 2000s and be like, these, <laughs> these guys were just unbelievable. Um, well, anyway, we were able to catch up with Lisa Moody, who runs our program engagement team here, uh, to talk about what are the elements that go into an effective recognition strategy. Obviously, we've both been through uh, our, our certification program that goes into all of this. I, I think I found 
a lot of this to be a good refresher on what are those basic fundamentals of a recognition program. Uh, anything that stood out from this conversation with Lisa? Yeah, I'd say there was a few things that stood out. One of them was um, her idea that there's more to add than really even just those three dimensions. She t- she mentioned wellness and other exciting things that you can add to programs um, that truly make it a holistic recognition program. Um, and one of the other things coming to mind is also that change management. So there can be a lot of resistance at times when a new program comes in and it's not the old way of doing things. So just how to get that program some momentum and make sure that everyone's on the same page. For sure. Uh, Change management is always going to be one of those things that if you're introducing something new, even though it's a really great idea, you're always going to have those those folks that are going to be dissenters. So, no, I I think we covered a lot of really helpful topics and uh, a good either introduction into this uh, idea of an effective recognition program or just a reminder that you're doing the right thing uh, in your organization. So here is Lisa Moody. We're here with Lisa Moody, the Lisa Moody, who's the manager of our program engagement team here at Recognition. Lisa, how are you today? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Of course. We're also here with the Kaylee Savona. Kaylee. How, how, how is it? Good? Yeah, Good? You're great. It, it's great. I, I noticed, um, so we have some new decorations in the room here, mm-hmm. and uh, I just feel like there's different energy that comes off of like a well-decorated room. I feel like there's there's like a yeah. science behind this. It's right? the feng shui. The feng shui. Um, anyway, it's it's real. It's legit. Sorry that none of y'all can see it. Hopefully you can feel it through <laughs> our conversation. Uh, so Lisa, we wanted to talk a little bit about, you know, what goes into a comprehensive recognition program design. Um, you know, there's lots of folks that are talking about this, uh, lots of people that are experiencing different types of recognition programs in their own workplace. So just wondering, you know, based on your experience with your different client um workplaces and their different histories and their different company needs if we can just walk through what that looks like in designing a recognition program Uh, and i guess we can start at the very top like you know what are the basic found uh, foundational elements of a recognition program what are the different types of recognition that are considered when designing a program sure happy to so there are three types of recognition that you can use to help your employees reach those goals Uh, so day-to-day, informal, informal. Uh, This type of recognition gives immediate feedback on performance. Um, Some examples of kind of the day-to-day recognition include saying thank you for a job well done. Um, So this is really where that peer-to-peer recognition starts. It's in the moment. It's um, activities or accomplishments that are recognized by your peers, not just manager or top-down. So it's a nice way to build that um, morale amongst the employees, saying thank you for a job well done, uh, giving a pat on the back for assisting with some training or a project. Day-to-day recognition provides employees with that immediate feedback that they crave um, where it's on the spot rather than, you know, pre-planned for an event or a meeting. Um, And that just helps build an internal culture within. The informal recognition is really more of those uh, moments where your team accomplished a goal or a project. Uh, You bring in some pizza or celebrate those moments. It's maybe copying a supervisor on an email that a client sent. So it's just celebrating those good moments that happen. It lifts people's spirits, uh, especially when they're in the middle of a tough day and and, and really that reassurance that, hey, you did a job well done and that um, you are appreciated. 
So the formal recognition is more of that red carpet style, um, the fancy, the big, everybody gets dressed up and everybody's excited to see who's going to be maybe the, the employee of the year winner or the big luminary or inspired award winner. So those are where you recognize those highlights um, throughout the year. And then just those milestone awards, your five, your 10, your 15, your 20 and so on, um, where everybody gathers together and, and really gets the fruits of the labor of the year that they've had. So when you look at these three categories, you know, what is the difference in reach and impact and budget and those kind of implications when you're looking at those three in isolation? Sure. So your peer-to-peer, those ones you can set a small budget, but you're hitting your employees more often, right? So you're you're recognizing and you're touching people daily. Um, and those studies show that, you know, the, the more impactful uh, recognition that you have throughout the week, you know, maybe five or six touch points, the more your employees feel engaged and it's contagious, right? Where they want to be able to recognize others and kind of give that contagious feel, Um the informal, uh, those are just those fun moments where you guys can really celebrate. And I think those can happen maybe once every couple of weeks to once a month of, hey, let's have a pizza party, um, some coffee, or let's go off on a team building you know, event where we're recognizing a behavior or something like that. I think budget for those can be pretty, pretty small, but impactful, right? For your formal recognition uh, ceremonies, those are typically the ones where you uh, spend a little bit more. You have those uh, catering moments. You have the the secured site. Um, you oftentimes have a little bit larger awards that you're giving. So those might be your big employee of the year awards where they include trophies with a cash award. Um, additionally, your milestone service awards are included in those budgets throughout the year as your employees celebrate those major milestones. So can you talk a little bit about the reach? I mean, we obviously peer-to-peer, you mentioned sort of everybody has access and the ability to send and receive recognition, uh, sort of informal, probably the teams that are winning <laughs> are probably enjoying those more than, you know, the other teams or, or the ones that are more uh, in the grind of the day-to-day uh, work of the business, not necessarily being celebrated enough. And then obviously the formal um, being sort of those top performers and those folks that are celebrating uh, a milestone anniversary. So, you know, what's the difference in reach and impact overall based on what percentage of your budget is um, allotted to each of those different sections? Sure. I think for a formal, you're looking at at least 10% of your employee population uh, taking part in the the rewards from, from those because about 10% of your employees celebrate a milestone and oftentimes those big uh, awards are one exceptional winner or two, um, depending on you know what what awards that you have um, at a higher level. Uh, for those informal, again, it's team driven usually or um, project or task driven. So you're probably reaching a smaller amount um, depending on how often you guys have your goals. We tend to do quarterly goals here, so potentially it could be a quarterly awards for that group. I think from a budget standpoint, um, it's probably somewhere around the 5 to 10% because your day-to-day recognition bucket tends to be your larger bucket because you have um, more employees that you're recognizing. It is a smaller budget because you are giving everybody access to recognizing others, um, but it could be upwards of 50% of your budget. 
So even though each person is getting less money to give out, it's potentially reaching, you know, 75 to 100% of your employees. Absolutely. You're reaching somewhere around 70 to 80% of your employees. So um, you're spending less, but you're reaching more, you know, the average budget for peer-to-peer somewhere around the 5 to $10 mark. That allows people to have multiple interactions um, with their peers and really giving them that reassurance and building up that culture by saying, hey, thank you. Thanks so much for all that you do. So is that typically the selling point when transitioning from more of a formal recognition program into the day-to-day that, hey, we're, we're essentially playing with the same dollar amount, the same budget from an annual perspective, but the reach is exponentially higher. Is, is that pretty much the thing that is the big aha that, that makes companies change the way that they approach recognition in the workplace? Yeah, I think so. I think what people really thrive off of is the fact that they actually have a bucket of points to give. Historically, it's really been manager driven, where managers are given the number of points to be able to recognize uh, the the company or employees within. Um, giving the employee the power to recognize now is what is exciting. They now feel like, okay, I can go say thank you, and I can give points, and I have that that bucket to of points to give. So. We are seeing through studies and just through other programs where um, employees feel that the recognition, that the fact that they can give it is um, exciting and that they have a voice in the, in the company and how they can recognize. Hey there. Thanks for listening so far. Just a quick time out to tell you that we're all new here and we're really looking forward to connecting with other like-minded people, leaders like you that seek to create a more engaging and grateful culture at work. That's why we've created a group on LinkedIn as a place to share stories and information, engage in conversations, and to meet new people. The link to this group is in the episode description, or just simply search The Recognition on LinkedIn. I look forward to seeing you there. Okay, now back to the episode. I want to talk a little bit about change management, because I think there are a lot of people that get very excited for that recognition when they have that bucket. But there are also those people out there that are going to miss the old ways. They want that, you know, $100 to $200 award um, for their service anniversary. But when that budget is allocated differently, in order to do that peer-to-peer day-to-day recognition, um, there might be a little bit of pushback or adjustment for those people adopting that new program. So how does that look? Sure. Change is hard. And so in, in all transparency, you do have those challenges that you work through as companies make the shift into the peer-to-peer with the smaller budgets. Um, I think it's all about educating and training those people, letting them know that, sure, this is how historically it worked, but really making sure that everybody has a voice and a way to recognize is important. So it, it, it does take time and people don't always adjust immediately but it does happen um, and you continue to get the, the employees to understand the importance of the change and, and allowing everybody to have access to recognizing. So Lisa, in making the switch from that more formal program into the day-to-day, how does the responsibility of recognition change hands instead of maybe that HR leader or that people leader or that culture leader sort of running and being the point person for the recognition program because it's kind of simple, not easy, but simple to, you know, run an annual gala and release a number of service awards that reach about 10%. But now everybody's got access to this platform. Everybody has points to manage 
all of the people, leaders, and managers have additional points to recognize their team members and maybe changing behaviors and how they are recognizing their team. So talk about that responsibility shift in instead of just one point person in an organization being responsible for recognition, now it's kind of up to the uh, entire employee population to, to make that change and influence their culture. Absolutely. I think with change, you still need that top driven down kind of behavior. So you still lead by example. So HR and executive teams and the leaders, um, they need to promote and build excitement. I think that trickles down into the employee base where they begin to recognize and there's still that encouragement and acknowledgement of, hey, make sure that you're getting in there. Um, The more that leadership posts maybe on a social wall or recognizes through meetings, I again, I, I, I believe the contagiousness of the recognition does feed off into others and the employee population feels more uh, driven to, to recognize and it becomes your culture, it becomes your day to day. So I think it's just everybody's responsible for the recognition. It's not just one department. Um, everybody needs to, to take part consistently and I believe from there, everybody will make it their their day-to-day. So Lisa, you've obviously helped manage and partner with companies that are making the shift to a more inclusive recognition program that reaches more people. You know, What are some of the top takeaways, uh, either great successes or key learnings in making that transition? You know, how, how quickly are we seeing the results? Uh, how much time and dedication does it take to make a real impact? Just just talk to us a little bit about, you know, once we make that decision, we've implemented the program, what does it look like and what should you expect in those maybe first 90 days of that new program? Success typically happens, you know, when you launch a program, again, there's that excitement off the bat. We tend to see good login numbers and good traction for the first 60 to 90 days. Um, It's important to run the reporting and see who your top performers are. Maybe there's someone that recognizes more often. And then also you're able to see maybe those people that are not participating in the program. It's an opportunity to have some one-on-one discussions or really bring some awareness to how important it is to be consistent and uh, providing those recognition moments and keeping keeping the ball rolling. So those are kind of the key takeaways uh, when launching a new program or some changes to to a program. So on that topic of kind of keeping the ball rolling, what does that maintenance look like when you're getting to the one-year mark, you know, the two-year mark of a program? How do you keep excitement around that program? And since we're talking about holistic recognition, it, are there check-ins to make sure all three of those areas are being hit? Absolutely. So I think um, one important thing is always adding on to your program. Um, So informal, formal, and day-to-day are are important pieces of a recognition program, but also tacking on wellness or having some other uh, recognition moments or um, events will keep everything top of mind for everybody. They'll, They'll be excited about what's to come, what's next. Also, maybe looking at your provider, what are some new technology pieces that they've rolled out or what's new in the marketplace and just always understanding what your options are just because your program has been running with, you know, these three things for the first year doesn't mean you can't add on. I mean, it's important to add on. Definitely. So we've talked about, obviously, the the positives of making this transition to a more holistic approach. 
but let's talk about some of the watchouts as well. Like, you know, why do some recognition programs fail despite their best intentions, despite their best foundations and what they thought was right for their company? Uh, can you can you call out a couple of those uh, areas in which, you know, if you are responsible for the recognition program and employee engagement at your company that you should be aware of? Yeah. So I think programs often fail because they lack the tools that the businesses need to to be successful. They fail to deliver results after significant harm has been done. I have talked to a number of clients where um, maybe they made a mistake in the past, right? Where maybe recognition didn't go as they had hoped. Could have been a tax implication. Um, it could have been just a not so good event or whatever it may have been. Employees remember those moments. Um, and unfortunately, it kind of creates this toxic culture. And I it believe it or not, it is something that clients are admitting to today. Like, hey, maybe we haven't done the best because change has been hard for us. So we are still implementing a very old school program. And this generation, it's not tailored to kind of the new workforce and what what times are today. So clients are struggling to kind of backtrack and get out of the hole maybe that they were in and they don't know where to start, right? They they just, they know what they know and they, what they're used to and employees voice their opinion, um, which is important, but not taking some of that feedback and making some changes is going to be very difficult for clients to turn things around. Well, Lisa, thank you as always for this information. I think it's a really helpful overview even if it's a reminder, a refresher on what goes into uh, an effective recognition strategy, it's always good to talk about it. So thanks for joining us today. Well, thanks for having me. You rock, Lisa. Thanks for joining us today. And special thanks to The Fracture and Jay Matthews for their original music. Stay tuned for more episodes coming out every week that will touch on the topics that are important to HR and people leaders like you. If you have any recommendations or feedback, or if you are looking to partner on creating a more engaging recognition program, you can contact us at podcast at recognition.com. And as always, thank you. <laughs>